dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. 44, 44 weeks of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Can you believe it's been 44 episodes yet? 44, man. We done, we done had a lot, of, a lot of gems, too. Yeah, absolutely. And last week was definitely a gem. Hey, I enjoyed the Q&A. That was quality, y'all. Yeah. That was quality. Getting a lot of positive feedback on that joint, too. Absolutely. How was your weekend week? Oh, man. Hectic, bro. Hectic, man. At the station, man, you know, it's tax refund season. You know, people can't, you know what I'm saying, do the responsible thing with their bread. They... They got to get it and spend it. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? So shots out to them. But, uh, you know, we do a lot of remotes at furniture stores, uh, cell phone places, just all over the city, man, for uh, tax time because, you know, it's tax time sales or whatever. So been super busy with that, with the station. And then wifey dragged me down to Ikea, mm. was down there. I've never been there before. Yeah, I've never been either. Dude, it's like a, it's a war zone in there, yo. <laughs> it's like, you know, I like, Walmart is during the holidays. Yeah. It's like that, but clean. Okay. <laughs> and it's huge. Oh my goodness. So you like know warehouse like warehouse style. But I mean it's it's neat. Everything's clean and put in a place and they got, got a cafeteria in that bitch. They got yeah. like a ice cream parlor in that motherfucker. <laughs> it's humongous. Like you walk in and like it says point to the escalators. See the showroom floor. And so we like Looking around, go up the big ass escalator, and then it's just like, like the <laughs> bright like, lights of heaven. Is it like home, a, home, a, kitchen, bath, bed, everything? Yeah, just everything, like, dude. Anything for your house. Yeah, and I mean, it's like you know, like in a normal store setup, you could just uh, dart in and out of aisles, whatever. Nah, <laughs> it's a big ass maze. They like got uh, arrows on the floor, so everybody's flowing in the right direction. So you just like like a big ass snake just. Doom, going doom, just all. going through everything. Damn. Yeah, man. And we were going down there to get some uh, chairs or whatever. And I mean, we were in and out pretty fast. I mean, it was like, I know wifey gets overwhelmed in a situation like yeah. that. Like when she sees so many things and it's like, <laughs> whoa, I wasn't expecting this. Neither one, neither one of us was. So we found the chairs. We got the chairs. We got out of Dodge. And, you know, it's like, yeah, we if we come back. <laughs> you know we'll be better prepared and uh my mom's she's coming down in the springtime and i told her we went down there she's like oh i've never been to ikea before i want to go i want to go i was like mine you better have your walking shoes on because this yeah. place is serious <laughs> yeah, that's what and I've heard. the worst part about it i didn't charge my phone <laughs> so i ain't had no tunes to listen to to try to soothe my brain right so to relax dealing with the chaos <laughs> dealing with the chaos man kids out there running around i mean it's like a big ass playhouse man like they got like smaller rooms like big ass sign that say uh 400 square feet and they deck it out like they make they put a bed in there they put a rack in there for your shoes like a closet space and they had like a built-in kitchen thing so it's like really for people like that like live that downtown lifestyle, yeah. like they got a small apartment right. or whatever. Like so I could see somebody from New York just like, man, just balling out there, yeah, man. But yeah. 
It's a dope store, definitely, yeah. but uh, I wasn't ready at right. all. That's why I haven't been, because I'm still not ready. I just can't get in. I'm not a big into all that just mayhem. You know, it's like that, if perfect I'm going to go to the store, like I, I numerous times have walked in with the Best Buy employee. <laughs> numerous times. You know what I'm saying? Like right when the doors open is when I'm attacking, you know? I am, I'm like that so myself. I've done that numerous times, and it's like when it's that – Two o'clock on the weekend, random nice sixty degree. It's like I know it's packed. In there. Jumping, yeah, it was jumping. Man. Shots out to IKEA, man. Right. Now I got to put the chairs together when I get home. So right. it just don't stop, man. What about you, man? How's the weekend? Man, I had a great week, man. I uh, had a good uh, booked about seven gigs this week. Ooh, just out the blue, man. Just started getting the, the ball started rolling downhill, man. So so far, I'm kicking 2017's ass. Okay. Letting them have it. 2016 got some jabs in, got some good connects, but we're gonna we're gonna take over 2017. We're gonna, all right, all right, we gonna get so. to it. So I booked a lot of gigs, man, and um, man, just coming in here this morning, man, got inspired, man, just coming down the street in the Kettering area for the folks that don't know. <laughs> and this dude, man, he's probably in his 60s, thermal, cut off on, over it like the cut off summer tee, gym shorts, high socks. Dribbling down the sidewalk. Ooh. I'm like, wet pavement. Like, he really ball his life for him. Like, man. I'm trying to be like that when I'm 60, man. Man, so. listen, man. <laughs> I mean, think about it when we was kids, man. I'm sure y'all was the same way, man. We would literally shovel the driveway. Yeah, whatever you had to do. Whatever we had to do to get that hoop yeah. in, man. And, and coming from a person that I don't, I can play, but I'm not a baller. You know right. what I'm saying? I can hold my own, or at least at least. Used to go hold my own. I'm right. probably terrible as it can get now, but you know, just the we used to go to this place called Euclid Creek, like super run down there, man. It was so many parks in Cleveland that we used to hoop at that we would look for run. Like we would literally get up at like ten in the morning, ride our bikes down there, mm-hmm. and the and the real hoopers would be out there. We'd be playing on the side court, like waiting for our turn, waiting for our big <laughs> shot to get on there, man. Right. You know, we had a homeboy, uh, my dude Dennis, man, who could really, really go. Like, you know what I'm saying? We like 15 years old. He was a year older than us. And like we playing with like the big dudes, the 18, 20-year-old cats. And my dude Dennis could really go. So our we was like like Iverson and shit. Yeah, like yeah. That, that Sixers team was <laughs> yeah. like, all right, man, we just going to play good-ass defense. We going to rebound. And we're going to give you the ball, baby. You yeah. just carry us. Get us there. <laughs> get us there. And I just remember so many times that we would get close and be like, man, we almost had him. And get those props from the older cats. And right. then, you know, eventually when we got a little older, you know what I'm saying, get a little height on us, get a little beef on us, not be scared to file the shit out of them because they following us. <laughs> right. Get some of them victories. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then the cats would try to start breaking up our squad. Like, yo, let me get dude. Let me get dude. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm with my boys. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. nothing make you feel better man. than that, man. You go to your court with your dudes. That was my whole thing, man. All my boys could hoop. Like, wait, like Mick Dejanet, he did the MVP Dynasty thing around uh-huh. town. Like, shot smoke, you know, play ball at Sinclair, D-League a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. cats that could really hoop. So, like, I was the kid that went to Lowe's and bought the push broom so we could push them puddles away. <laughs> yeah. And then when we took the show on the road, I remember we used to go to West Carrollton. They had a little, like, cage court. Yeah, they still do. Yep. And it used to be, like, hundreds. It felt like New York. I <laughs> yep. mean, like, you walked in, you was, like, 15 games away from Nets. <laughs> That's like, the worst yeah. shit ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we used to take the show on the road, man. I was just like the, you know, I would come in, set the picks, 
you know, I might put up two or three shots and hit one or two and be like, okay, I ain't gonna push, I ain't gonna push the envelope <laughs> back to assisting rebounds and boxing out. You know, yeah, so, man, yeah, man, a good times. Man. Know your role, man. Right, know your right. role on the squad, man. <laughs> and uh, shoot, nothing, nothing make you feel worse than who's gonna be the sellout on the squad. Yeah. Who's gonna be the sellout? <laughs> who's gonna who gonna come together as five? And who's gonna be the sellout? that be like, oh, let me get dude. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and run with it, nigga. You. <laughs> Nigga, you walking home, nigga. Right. <laughs> we came as five, we play as five, we leave as five. Right. Who's gonna be the sellout? Was you the sellout, Smoke? Yeah. I know Dennis was a sellout a couple times. Get you off, sold us out. Get off your chest, Kev. Get off your chest. And we got blown out without you, pimp. You sound, had to pick up some random nigga we ain't never played with before. You sound like one of our topics for the day, uh, Mr. Oakley over there. Oh, man. Well, fuck it. Let's get into it. Charles Oakley, Cleveland's finest, Yo. New York Nick, 10 years. Yo. That was epic, man. He really still got that built up in him. Like Bruh. he just some people just can't, you know, like that that almost solidifies all the Oakleys that we grew up with in the in the you know, late eighties, nineties, you mm-hmm. know. I think he was what drafted by the Bulls. Yep. Started out with them. New York for I believe ten years. Yeah. Um but you know, he was a defensive player of the year at one point. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he even was a um He was an all star. A D two like college player yeah, of the Virginia year. Yeah, Virginia Union, yep. Yeah. So like he but he always had that like he was literally like Jordan's protector in the beginning. Absolutely, like, man. He really you know, was that role. He's from Cleveland, and he went to John Hay. And anybody from Cleveland listening to this pod knows about John Hay. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in that time, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not too familiar how it goes down in the city right now, John Hay. But uh, right. back then, <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah. And, you know, being from Cleveland, you know, you know about, you hear the stories about Charles Oakley. You hear the stories about what popped off at his car wash in Cleveland. Like, he used to do these days for uh, senior citizens. And, you know, he'll come down there and show love to the community for the senior citizens. And, you know what I'm saying, the dope boys will come up there trying to get a free car wash. Right. Using their grandma or some (laughs) shit like that. And he'll put the kibosh on it. So, yeah, man, Charles Oakley's an OG, man. Triple OG. But he had a – it's been conflicting stories for those that haven't dug too deep into it, but – Oh, I've been locked in. Yeah, I've heard the uh, he was he was giving it to the owner. Yeah, I've heard that uh, he was just you know com- coming to his seat and kind of was getting harassed, and I've heard that side of it too. So it ain't really, to my knowledge, it ain't really fully came out hey, yet. It always gonna come out. Yeah, in this oh, yeah. social media era, everything comes out. Because yeah. I mean, you get first, you know, I'm watching, I'm half ass watching the game, and then like they pan on the oak. And then he giving mushing nigga with yeah. the, the mushing with mush. his index yeah, finger that's, like that's damn the, yeah that's the OG mush damn <laughs> he mushed you with his finger and then he pushed the shit out the other security guard like yo he went out took a whole squad and then with, he hit to take him, him with the out. don't hand check me swap down <laughs> stop hand checking me stop hand checking he <laughs> suited and booted yeah yeah man I mean it's the uh, the Knicks. Themselves are just a fucking mess. Man, it's a fucking mess. It has to mess. be top to bottom. I mean, yeah. it has to be. I mean, they've been struggling for a while now just to get back to the grace of we a playoff team. You Ugh. know, it's just they've been struggling, man. They've it's struggling. all bad, man. Everybody it's on the trade bad. block, it seems. Hey, Any, man. Anybody can go. But you the thing no- you can't do, you can't trade the owner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the thing about it man the owner is trash man i say this all the time to my one good friend tim like look man organizations win championships man there's very few 
situations where, you know what I'm saying, the player is just that damn good where he does everything. Organizations win championships. You yeah. look at the Patriots. You look at the Spurs. Yeah. You look at the Lakers from back in the day. Not so much right now, but right. like in the – 2000s with Shaq and Kobe for sure, mm-hmm. but organizations win championships, man. That's just just the fact of the matter, man. Right. And, and the Knicks right now are just trash, man. From the ownership to feel talking shit about Melo, then Melo not playing good. D Rose always hurt, overpaying D-Rose, Noah. D Rose, I, I I feel bad for that man, but God, he's hit the lick. Oh man, the lick. He of all has licks. hit the lick. I mean, like that's one thing that like. That's the other side of it when you were really a star in college. Like, they always say, you know, should I play one and done? Should I go to the, you know, and it's like when you really got that camera on you and people are talking about you, go get it because got to, man. because something like that could happen and while you waiting. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you go from being the talk of the, you know, front page news to just another point guard in college. Yeah. You know, and it can happen that quick. With Look at homeboy that played for Duke, Grayson Allen. Yeah. Freshman year. You know what I'm saying? A role player. But yeah. he came in in the Final Four, dropped to 20-piece. Mm-hmm. And there was buzz like, man, he can go in the first round. He might be a lottery pick. He's like, no, nah, I ain't start. I'm going to come back to school. Yeah. Comes back for a sophomore year. Has the kicking episode. <laughs> so it's like, all right, man, I'm going to come back for my junior year. Now he's having a total mental meltdown. Like every every other game, it's like yeah, something they're talking about. Yeah, kicking news, getting into pushing matches, getting suspended. Now they like, yo, you're not even getting drafted, yo. We can't draft a dude that just can't even control his emotions. There's a difference between a dude with a temper like Boogie Cousins right. and a dude that just can't control See, he, his emotions. He, he could have been Boogie if he would have went to the league. He could have just been going, going through that like Boogie go through it. Yeah, man. You got it to cash out, bro. Yeah. That's like you got a lottery ticket in your hand. And you're like, no, nah, I'm going to save it until next month. Exactly. That's Next like, month might not come. That's like winning a lottery and not taking the cash option. Yeah. You don't know what tomorrow going to bring. Hell no. So you taking them annual payments if you want to. Fuck that. <laughs> right, cash. Give me that lump sum. Exactly. But you get more over the lifespan. Yeah. Nigga, I might not right. be here. You talking about giving me a half a million dollars. It ain't no telling what I'm about to do. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. about to be lit. Exactly. So yeah, man, that Oak though, man, we got to, you know, hashtag free Oakley. Man, I heard they banned him from the, oh, from the he's square. Oh, it's, it's t-shirts out there. I gotta give me one. Yeah, man. I got yeah. yeah, definitely. That'd be a good DJ shirt. Oh, that's what I've been on this year. I've been on. I've been collecting a couple for the summertime. I got, you know, got some weight loss goals. I gotta get to. Okay. Yeah. So that's gonna be my reward. Got man, speaking of NBA, man. So <laughs> Keisha Cole <laughs> and the home, what's the dude's name down? Booby. Booby. Yeah, yeah. Booby. Booby Gibson. Daniel Gibbs. Yeah, man. So they're going to be on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. So you mean to tell me you went from a McDonald's All-American, <laughs> star at Texas, second round draft pick in the NBA, mm-hmm. to playing in the NBA Finals mm-hmm. alongside LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Some would say you was the second best player on the te- team at that point. Yeah. To LeBron leaving the Cavs, to them kind of giving you the keys to, to the ship, you get hurt. Things don't work out in your favor. And that's crazy. You, it was ankle, wasn't it, or something? Uh, I think it was his knee. Man, One of them. I know. He, he, but it got hurt. It was just like. Yeah, it's over. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, that shows, like, injuries still do happen to end careers. You marry Keisha Cole. Quality mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. 
And now you're doing love and hip hop. What the fuck? And he's a rapper now too. Yeah, apparently. That's what I'm about to say. Like, man, you know, now you transition to the rap game, supposedly. But you really it really feel like a dysfunctional marriage that we just a part of. Like they yeah. we just getting like he what what dysfunctional relationship? I guess it comes down to the money, obviously, but like you just keep keeping it all together for what? Like what's what's the end result? I know you got the kid, I know y'all trying to, you know, the up and downs of that, I know, you know, that can be rough, but it's like what is the ultimate goal with y'all? Because it don't seem like y'all trying to really be together. One one month you are and one month you're not. Right. So it's like you about to tag along to a show and like you exposing all that to the people and it's like it's just looking like a clown. Yeah, man. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I'm I rock with Keisha Cole and you know, she's had tons of reality shows. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? For for singers and for entertainers, that's like part of the deal now. It's like, all right, let me get my reality show bucks. You know what I'm saying? Keep this ship rolling. Yeah. Keep a couple dollars in my pocket. Okay, that's fine. But for a dude that actually played in the NBA, not the D League. He pretty got a pretty good contract from the Cavs too. Yes. So, man, like I don't obviously I don't know, but maybe in the negotiations with Keisha Cole being on the show, they're like, "Yo, you got to get your ex husband to be on here. That's what makes it juicy or whatever." And he and she put that thing on him, and he was like, "Okay, yeah, I do." Right. It. That's what happened. That's what happened. She, she hold the power. Yeah, she put she it on him one time. The like, power the pu. Look, 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 baby. You know, we get this check. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't doing that. Why don't you come over? It's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy that that reality TV is this man, like. When it first started to really take off, you know, it was kind of, you know, ha-ha funnies, the whole Stevie J, you know, hit the scenes and all mm-hmm. that. But it's like now, it's like every pretty much major city is trying to do, either trying to do one or got one. Absolutely, man. And it's just like, man, everybody goes on there. And it's like, it's cool to, you know, have, we got to have a couple spaz out episodes so yeah. we can talk about it at the reunion. We got to have a... The eight security guards come act like we about to fight, break us, you know, just all Can't of it. Can't forget about the, the throwing of the water. Yeah, man. It's like it's just so much that it's like, why is this even praised or you know, but it's it, but on the flip side, I always watch a little. Yeah. I, I just can't watch a whole season. Me neither. I'll watch the first maybe like out of the first four, I'll watch two, maybe three. And then I'll miss a, like five, six weeks of it. And then I'll try to watch the last one or two before the reunion or something. Like, that's how I do it every time. And it's like, as I'm watching it, though, it's like my kids come in. I pause the TV. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing that, if I don't want my kids to see it, like, <laughs> what is the ultimate? What am I? It's just feeding that ratchetness inside of inside of us all, you know? Absolutely, man. Ugh. It's crazy it's, because uh, I was talking to wifey about this. Well, she brought it up when it was coming from Ikea. <laughs> uh, she's like, yo, I'm about to give up on how to get away with murder. I was like, for real? Man, I only made it through one of them. She's She's got like 12 episodes stuck on the DVR. She's like, I just, it's just not entertaining. And I was like, cool, then delete that shit off the DVR. <laughs> it's like, get that shit out of here. She's like, yeah, you might be right. Like, just scaling back on the TV, watching and start watching stuff I really enjoy. It was like, I'm not even enjoying it. It's like work. It's like, that's exactly what it is, man. Yeah. It's like, it's work to watch TV. Like, you got episodes from last season that you ain't watched. Like, you're not going to catch up on all that. See, man. that's how I am with Pawn Stars, man. Like, I'm, mm. a, I'm a history guy. So, I love the history of that show when they bring in old stuff and I can get lost in it for a couple episodes. But it's like, 
it only happens now every like couple of months. I'll watch like four or five of them and then delete the rest. Right. So it's like it's almost like when I get to that point in a regular week, it like it, it would be work to watch that. It would be have to dedicate some time, and it's like no, nah, I don't want to. So I'm just yep. like, what am I really recording? I can just catch it on TV, you know. Maybe like watch one or two of them and just stop the series and be cool with that. Because yeah. obviously you're not getting through them. Yeah, I'm not absolutely. To, I'm not watching all this shit. I went through that same thing a week ago. We deleted probably went from 90 whatever percent to like <laughs> 65, 60 percent. Like okay, we we didn't deleted a lot of this. She got stuff on I me. Mean, she got the she likes those like uh, live. Like the Wiz and mm-hmm. uh, all those, so she has those, and we still got the we hold on to to the Barack and uh, Michelle farewell. <laughs> yeah, hold on to new editions, and you hold yeah. on to a couple things, you know. But it's like we still hold on to OJ series, and we ain't, we ain't finished it. So it's like, <laughs> are y'all ain't finished that? No. Oh we man, like which seven, one? The uh, the one that was like 10, 10 11 episodes. Okay. So we probably got like three or four in, and it was just like, man, it's good, man. I know. Everybody, y'all got this tribe, man. Y'all got so many shorties, man. That's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's something you got to sit down and really watch. And exactly. It can't have like, too many interruptions. I feel like you got to start over after this much of a space. It's like yeah. you got to watch them all again. It's like, ah, we just find it on Netflix or something. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be on there before you know it, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, TV man. Is, a, is a job. It's a good, good job, but, you know. It is a job. Yes, absolutely. But we got to get into this, man. I know we going to be sports heavy, man, but uh, the Super Bowl. Man, <laughs> I put my foot in my mouth so many times after about the third quarter. Started the third. So a great friend of mine from the military, um, he's a diehard Patriots fan. Just So every year, yeah, I'm trying to give it to him like this, ha-ha, not this. And then what got happened, him. Brady, Brady, you know. So it was what I think it was twenty one nothing at one point, mm-hmm. and uh, it got to like twenty whatever three. You know, twenty one three. I sent half. I sent him the uh, it was it was the half Jordan face with the Brady with the fifty nine percent down. Yeah, yeah. I sent him that, feeling good about myself, right? <laughs> so I'm damn near not really even really watching it. I'm at my mom's house. We had like a little get together. I'm playing Yahtzee with, with Camille. We we need deep in some I declare war. Like we, I was just kind of into that. So I was, you know, shoulder watching the game. And <laughs> as I, as I'm looking, it's like 21-9. I think it was 28 or 28-9. I think they had scored. It got up to. Uh, it got up to, yeah, it got up to 28-3. to three. Yeah. yeah. They got up to so 25. They started crawling back. And once it got, they was down 16. I'm like, okay, we got to put this aside. So now I'm back to watching. And I'm thinking to myself. Is he really about to score and get two two-point conversions that's just to tie this game? I'm like, I don't know. That's asking a lot. And I'm watching. as the clock it. And I knew at four minutes when they was down eight, it was over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if they score, they're going to get the two. I'm like. Even if they don't get the uh, coin flip, I'm like they gonna get a three and out because they was they had them they, they had shook. them yeah fourth quarter they was they was Atlanta was just through mm-hmm. I'm like Brady is about to do this man he about to get the one for the thumb and be the most decorated QB in the game right I'm just sick of it man horrified and 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 then my homeboy in Washington State man he he big into sports betting he had put in the bet. At the beginning of the playoffs, Atlanta, they was twelve to one odds. 
So he had a hundred on it. He's about to win twelve hundred. Woo! And then that happened. So you go from a twenty-eight to three lead, like I'm about to cash in this twelve hundred to nothing. Nada. Crazy thing about sports, ain't man. It? You can't make it up, bro. Can't make it up at all. But I want to attack it from a different angle. You attacked <laughs> it from the the pure sports angle. I want to attack it from the owner of the Falcons, mm. Mr. Arthur Blank. Now, Arthur Blank, co-founder of Home Depot, mm. he roasted uh, the owner of the Pats. Yeah. At at the uh. The big media day. Yeah. And uh, he did a little Trump joke. So he's feeling himself. Arthur Blank be getting it in in the locker room, <laughs> dancing, and had three wives. And Got- he flew in all 5,000 of the entire staff of the stadium. Anybody that worked at the stadium, they came with Ooh. him to the Super Bowl. I read that. What he a guy. Flew in the staff. What a guy. Owns a team in Hotlanta. You know what I'm saying? This is... This is before Atlanta is Atlanta as we know it. Like he bought the team like during the Freaknik days, yeah, dog. Yeah. So this is this is like <laughs> the the new Motown of the South. Like that's what he's involved in. You know, got you know what I'm saying. Got been married three three times. Got like ten kids. Like you know what I'm saying. He out here like a real nigga. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying. It's whatever. And he, and he got plenty money. It's whatever. Plenty bread. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I was reading reading up on him, man. He's uh in his will. He has. Uh, is going to donate 50% of his wealth to charitable causes when he passes away. And I started thinking after this, man, like, what the hell did this man do to deserve this? Yeah. What did he do to deserve this? Yeah. He owned the team in 98. They go to the Super Bowl. What happens? The NFL Man of the Year, Eugene, what's the name? Eugene Robinson. Yeah. Arrested. Night before the Super Bowl, I remember. prostitution <laughs> gets smacked by the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Like, hey man, shit happens, right? Hey, shit <laughs> happens. Nigga got a little horny, started feeling himself. Guess wifey wasn't good enough anymore. Right. Okay, Super Bowl weekend, feeling himself. Yeah, it, it happens, man. But shit, you know, Arthur Blank bounces back, man. Gets the number one pick. He drafts Mike Motherfucking Vic. Mm. The fucking video game himself. Mm. The Vic experience. Yes, and he was giving it to the. Giving the fans exactly what they wanted. Went to Lambeau Field. Beat the great Brett Favre. You know, hey, Arthur Blank feeling himself. Getting it in. The fucking quarterback fights dogs, yo, and goes to prison. Through. Um, you didn't gave this dude millions upon millions upon Wasn't he like millions. like one of the first $100 million contracts, I believe? Yes. You gave this nigga all this bread, and this nigga is fighting dogs. And you bring him into your office and say, Michael, is this true? And this motherfucker says, no, nah, Mr. Blank, it ain't true. <laughs> Two weeks later, he comes back to you like, Mr. Blank, I'm in trouble. It's true. <laughs> and what, is, what does Arthur Blank do? He stands by the man's side like, yo, man, we going to help you. We going to do this. But you got to go. <laughs> right. What does Arthur Blank do? He bounces back. He drafts Matty fucking Ice. Mm. Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Gets the MVP of the fucking league. You get back to the Super Bowl. You're up 25 <laughs> points with five minutes to go in the third quarter. Mm. Patriots score a touchdown. Missed the extra point. Ha-ha! <laughs> we out here lit. Right. 28 to 9. <laughs> we jumping. We out here getting it. We about to... Hey, shit. He, yo, go for the fucking juggler. Let's blow these motherfuckers out. I'm going to show y'all motherfuckers who run this shit. They going for the juggler. They still throwing the ball. Yeah. Instead of turning 
and handing the ball off because you got two good ass running backs. Two, either one of them can bust one. And on the their drive that would have iced the game, mm. you dump pass it to Freeman. He juiced the shit out of somebody. Takes it forty yards downfield. Then you throw it to the fucking one of the best receivers in the game, Julio, who only had four targets and only four catches in the Super Bowl. Terrible. Makes one of the greatest catches I've ever seen in my life. Yes, the toe tap. You're at the 25-yard <laughs> line. You run it three times. You kick a field goal. You're up 11 points with three minutes to go in the game. Yes. You fucking getting that Super Bowl. But what the fuck happens? A loss of what? You, 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 your quarterback takes a sack. A big one. Your MVP, Matty <laughs> fucking Ice, who I like. I fucks with Matty Ice. Yeah. Takes a sack. Then your former first-round pick holding. We're going backwards. 12-yard <laughs> sack, then a 10-yard holding penalty. Oh, we got a fucking punt. We're only up eight. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? You're punting it to Tom fucking Brady, dog. That's what he do in every Super Bowl he been in almost. This is what he does every fucking game if it's close. If it's close and he got the ball, he's winning yeah. the game. It's, it's proven at this point. You said it. Stay up 14. I said it last week. Get up 14 and stay, stay up, up 14. 14. And that wasn't enough. <laughs> and These they niggas was up 25. <laughs> they couldn't do 25 it. 25 and you gave it away. And then you you got to pick six off this motherfucker. Not only was your offense balling, you got to pick six off Tom Brady. Was it that much pregame adrenaline? That led you to crash in the fourth, like because they defense couldn't. You might as well have put us out there. I mean, it was <laughs> it was nothing left in them. It I think was, just because they was on the field for so long, yeah, man. Had, I mean, you get a he had like sixty two passes or something. Yeah, crazy. you get a you look at it like Atlanta scored on big plays. Yeah. Like they was getting chunk plays. They'd be like boom, thirty yards, twenty yards, ten yards, touchdown. Yeah. Then you turn around. Get do same thing. 20, 30, 40, touchdown. Pick six. You've been on the defense, been on the field the whole first half. Yeah. And then you come out the second half. And Belichick they go through. You to- pour some three and out. You get the ball back. You, your offense go whoop, boom. 28. We out here lit. Right. And after that point, Atlanta was three and out, three and out, three and out. They never converted third down. Yep. It was just like it's either big play or punt. And the four catches Julio had, it seemed like. Three of them was amazing. I mean, he had he has some of the most amazing catches I've seen. And then Edelman comes in with the with his Dave Tyree catch, and I'm like, this shit is just written, written like the Patriots. Like that that ball almost levitated. It felt like it rolled Ooh. down the dude's leg, hit him in the ankle, <laughs> and just happened to bounce up three inches enough for his hand to politely get underneath it and just and man. It was, I tell people this all the time, man. I tell my godson this. Like, hey, man, it's right now you get a buy because you're super athletic. You're, you're faster than all these kids. Mm-hmm. You're stronger than all these kids. But you got to make sure not only you training athletically, but training mentally. Once you start getting to that next level, when you get in high school, mm-hmm. it's going to start being more about this. Exactly. Because athletically, Atlanta – Wipes New England off the field. Right. But in the NFL, it's about this. It's about your brain in the NFL, man. Like, look at all the athletes across college football, man. You look at Oregon. You look at Ohio State. All these athletes, athletes, dudes run fast, can jump real high. 
that's what it's about. Yep. But when you get to the league, it's about your brain because look at their look at their receivers, yo. The first, well, the, my all white receiving core. Yeah, they lit. <laughs> they lit. It's <sighs> they taking dudes. They taking dudes that played lacrosse in college and said, yeah. And it, it goes back to my whole thing about dudes that played quarterback in college. Yes. My thing about the whole showing up at the Y against the 35-year-olds when you, you know, the Spurs being that team. Like, the Patriots are that team. Like, you, no matter the situation, you give them that extended halftime with the with the performing and all mm-hmm. that. Belichick and Brady get in there, and what it ain't, they ain't doing, they ain't running routes. And they sit chalkboard mentally preparing for what they about to do and looking at what's been working and figure out. I mean, in, a, in half hour's time, they flipped the script every time. Flipped it. Flipped it on that ass, you, man. You got to start like uh, the debates of Brady being the best QB and being the Hey, you got five rings. You've won them all damn near on comebacks. It ain't that what sport? Isn't that what we did as kids when the lights came on? Five, four, three, two. Put the mm. shot up before you ran, ran home. If you hit it, you ran home smiling. If you didn't hit it, I'm gonna hit it tomorrow. Yeah. But Brady just be hitting them shot. Like Brady was that kid. He when his Dude, lights is on, he the best. Think about it like this. He's inches away from having seven. Inches. Inches away from having seven, dude. I mean, you lose to the Giants the first time on the Tyree helmet thing. Yes. And then you lose to the Giants again because his receivers couldn't hang on to the wall. Or, I mean, Manningham had a hell of a catch in that game. Yeah, so, yeah. this is inches away from having seven rings, man. Like, this dude is crazy. To even have this chance at seven rings. It's crazy, man. He got to be in that conversation. Now. Illuminati, bro. <laughs> it's real. I'm telling you. It's real. This dude is in the Illuminati, man. <laughs> I'm I'm convinced. Yes, it is real, man. He is he is one of them guys that just, he's always performed. I mean, he runs a 5-2. I run a 5-2. It drives me crazy, man. Man, shots out to Tom fucking Brady, I guess. Shit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right, exactly, man. <laughs> I wanted to get into this topic, man. I know, you know, vacation time is going to be here soon, man, oh, you know. Yeah. But I want to talk about the evolution of a vacation. Where'd you go for your first Adult vacation. Hmm. Okay. My first adult vacation, me and my boys in the military, we had the four day weekend and we was like, well, where can we go? You know, that's kind of remotely close. And we was, we were, I was in Oklahoma. So we had Texas, you know, Dallas, all those type of spots. We, you know, we could have went north to, you know, Kansas City or we was kind of bouncing around. We ended up going to St. Louis, man. <laughs> and it was like an eight-hour drive. And we went to St. Louis and met. It was, it was, I think it was like the Black Planet era. Yeah. So, so we had a couple, you know, we, we went into that three-week boot camp where you just going, searching people, trying to, you know, get cordial with somebody. Somebody had a chick that he had been talking to, man. And we went to like, her like the hood of St. Louis, bro. So we was East St. Louis. We was out in like uncomfortable territory. Like it just didn't feel right, you know. And we was like, man, what you got us over here doing, man? We 
about to go back to the casino, blah, blah, blah. The entire trip was just chaos, man. It was one of them where it's like no, no guidance, no cares. You know, we all just decided to do something and did it. And it was like, it, you know, we lived through it. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the things where it was like, you got to treat vacations a little better. Yeah. You, know, you got to plan some things. We just showed up, you know, in the mall. Somebody say, this is popping. What's the address? You know, like, <laughs> we were just out there, you know. So now the older you get, you know, the 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 far and few vacations you get to take because you grinding in this here world. Yeah. You know, so it's like I'm now a man, it's bad. Like if I know I'm going somewhere, I'm six months in, I'm searching everything, reading every review. Like I'm I'm that guy. Yeah, man. The evolution vacation for me, it was Oh man, where do we go? We went to Tampa. Uh, me and the homies, we, my best friend, he stayed down there and we went to go visit him or whatever. So we went to college and everything like that. So, you know, we was, uh, three deep in a hotel room, uh, eco lodge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, actually we had used to get, uh, flight vouchers from AirTran at the station. <laughs> and shouts out to one of our sales managers. He put me on. He gave me. So we flew, we flew for free. Cheap ass hotel. Was down there turning up, kicking it. And just the evolution of going from the Eco Lodge with, you know what I'm saying, my homeboys and the girlfriend at the time. Like, yeah, I'm going with them down there. Till now, thinking about like, all right, vacation is, all right, me and the wife are going to Miami or me and the wife are going to Las Vegas or me and the wife are man, let's go to Orlando or me and the wife like oh man let's go to uh let's go to Cancun yeah so it's like you know you go from uh like a straight like thinking about all oh, what type of shit we gonna get into exactly. with the homies exactly and oh it don't matter where we stay we just using that place to take a shower and and crash and go right back at it in the morning until, you know, like, oh, man, we got to get a nice room for me and the wife. Exactly. Oh, uh, let's plan out where we're going to eat. Let's plan out where we're going to go. Let's go where we're going to go sightseeing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go do some jet skis. So the evolution of your mind and everything like that is just always crazy situation. You know, you go from road tripping in college to just... Like, all right, now we now we ain't got to drive everywhere. We can actually afford to take a flight. Mm-hmm. But it's still about you and the homies. Yeah. It's a, a point where it's just like, all right, yeah, me and the wife, we're going. <laughs> all right, yeah, we going, y'all can go, but me and the wife going. It's just crazy. That, that, see, that evolution of, like, balling out on vacation was like, we're going to have these bottles coming to us in the section. Yeah. We're going to watch these sparklers go off. Like, that yeah. was, like, the what you was out for, you know? <laughs> and then it's like, now it's like balling out, like you said, it's like, I'm about to fine dine this spot. We're going to check out the local barbecue joint in the hood. We're going to go to Yelp and see who, like, that's how I am. I don't want to go to Red Lobster. I don't want to go to the chains when I'm out of town. I want to go visit, like, your favorite, you know, mom and pop or your favorite, you know. I was in, um, when I DJed on the cruise, I did that, man. I um, took the time to Yelp up a few spots, and it was a... It was a breakfast spot, probably like two two miles from the hotel. I'm like, perfect. Walk down there. It's in a neighborhood of just houses. And in one of these houses, it was like a Motown. Like one of the houses okay. just was a restaurant. I mean, they got out the house, had about eight, nine tables in it, intimate. 
Like the kitchen was, you could look in. I mean, it was like <laughs> a house. Best breakfast I've had to date. If, and probably spent eleven dollars and, and you know we love breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. It was just like that's how I vacation now. And then one thing that I do now at every vacation, I take twenty four hours and do absolutely nothing. Cause when I'm at work, when I'm grinding these gigs, when I'm on the way somewhere, like fuck, I would rather be, you know, in the bed or like I I had those daydreams when you in those thoughts of laying in the pool, you know, just chilled out doing nothing whatever mm-hmm. wherever the wind blows me it's like i take a day on vacation to do that yeah it's like i'm a dad i got three kids i got a wife i got a business i got a job i got i got i got i got you know and it's like i don't have that when i'm on vacation i don't have to do none of that shit so it's like i can just be like what you doing this <laughs> trying you to get it? trying to get wrinkled fingers in the jacuzzi like i'm trying to just chill all day so i take it i remember we was in vegas you know, Vegas is Vegas. Mm-hmm. All my niggas hitting the street. They coming back at six, seven in the morning. I'm getting up with the newspaper headed to the omelet down in, you know, down in the breakfast. I'm about to just chill out today. So did a little gambling and breakfast. Went to the pool. They they slept, you know, till three o'clock. I done had a full day. I'm back <laughs> like now we, we we always met up at like four o'clock each day. Yeah. I wasn't really kicking it. I was just Relax. So I gotta have that time on vacation, man. Got to, man. Gotta Cats work day. way too man. hard not to. Man. Way you too gotta, hard. You gotta get that just that relaxing day where it's like it's whatever. It's it's it's, it's uh patron margaritas coming through. It's it's whatever. It's the whatever day. Yeah, gotta man. Have and also what I love to do after a vacay, man, is have that day off when I get back. <laughs> like, cause I, I remember I used to get off the plane. The very next day, I'm going to back to work. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, I got to re-up this oh, money. Yeah. You gotta now take that it's day. like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck that. I need a day to relax Every and recover. Every trip I plan is like, I fly back Tuesday and go back Thursday. Like, <laughs> and, and try to get back Tuesday morning to be like, you know, get all day Tuesday. stretch. And then I got Wednesday to really just relax and then get your mind right. You got to have that extra day plan because there's nothing worse than just partying your heart out with your boys or whoever you out with. And then that like you get that flight in at ten o'clock. You've been on the West Coast for five days, so you're three hours behind on. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you gotta get up and go to work at seven thirty. It's like no way, Bruh. The <laughs> no evolution way. of a vacation, yeah. man. It it goes it literally goes from a turn up session to a let's see what I can do. <laughs> yeah. Like let's see what this world has to offer, man. I got a quick funny too. Uh, me, Smoke, Doc, our our first. L.A. trip to go kick it with Tone mm-hmm. as, like, our first invite. Man, we was, you know, we had been looking at hotels and how I always had heard of Roosevelt from seeing it on TV and movies. And, like, that's probably where the star's going to be. So we checking <laughs> in that prices. It's, like, three forty nine a night for, like, the smallest room possible that we could fit in. So we, like, bet, bet. So we, whatever reason, whoever booked the room, there was a Roosevelt, like, garden uh-oh. Right? So we GPS in there after we get to, you know, to rent a car and checked in and the room was cool, but it just like it was like an apartment. And we like looking at it like it had like 90s decor. You know, we, this is like 2008. We like, nah, man, this ain't where they be. So, <laughs> this can't be where they be. So we still looking into it, go to a little area and we see like the Roosevelt. We walk in there and we see like, I mean. People that we just recognize, boom, 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 left and right, left and right. We like, fuck. So we try to go back to the room and cancel our shit. 
we had to we had to lose a night, so uh-huh. we lost a hundred and something dollars, whatever it was. But found a room in the Roosevelt. Okay, get over there, and that was the year BET had an after party in the hotel. Dope. And we wiggled into that party, and I'm telling you, like, like that was the that was the beginning of like seeing the real LA life. Like, but we had like the first the first vacation hiccups and thinking you thinking we know where we're going and what we're doing, but just out here looking like vacationers. Yeah, man, that's the worst. That's <laughs> yeah. the worst, ain't it? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, man, me and wifey t- thinking about going back out to Vegas pretty soon, man. And you know. Before, we used to be like, all right, let's fly out there on a Thursday and then fly back on a Monday. Now, we're thinking about, like, shit, let's fly out there on a Monday and fly back on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Like, so we can really, you know, because we never been to a show out there. Like, yeah. it's always like, oh, man, like, we've been to clubs out there. We've done so much other stuff out there. It's like, oh, we haven't never been to a show. Yeah. Like, let's go to right. a show. Let's yeah. make sure we do all the tourist type of Check stuff. Check out J-Lo. She's still Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't do that tourist stuff. Because, I mean, you've been to Vegas. You see how, like, Thursday afternoon to Friday afternoon, the population just yeah. like increases. I, I, I almost enjoy Vegas, like, maybe getting there Sunday, Monday, catching the end of that, and then staying till Thursday. Yeah. Like, I enjoy that side of Vegas because I be liking to go golf and Hoover Dam. And yeah. The, just, like, I, I do so much stuff off the strip. Because it's like, once you do the strip three or four, you know, I've been to Vegas probably six times. So once mm-hmm. you do the strip two, three or four times, it's like you've walked from one side to the other and, you know, did it. You right. Know? So it's like now, like you say, I want to go to the Gordon Ramsay restaurant. Yep. I want to go to a show. I want to kick it on the other side of Vegas where it's like go into, I mean, I went into town to a local like seafood type of all you can eat spot. We was just kicking it like that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's what that's, we gotta do next time. And they got a lot of sneaker shops to, they're out there. They trying to get me to go the week before Black Tie. They trying to go Ooh. like the end of Memorial Day, like Sunday to Wednesday, and I'm like, that'll be too much to come back and then have to be Black Tied out. It's like shouts out to the Black Tie. Yeah, yeah, we looking, <laughs> looking forward. See, I'm 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 changing my whole life plans <laughs> for this here Black Tie. That's how much it means, man. It's absolutely gotta man. Get, for those that don't know, go check it out, man. I'm I'm gonna post something today to uh, share with the people about Black Tie, man. It's something you want to get involved with. Absolutely, man. Now we gotta get into it. Yeah, top five time. Top five. One, two, three. The fifth. He keeps asking me to give him a high five. High five. I'm gonna give you to the count of five. One, two, three, four, five. All right, this week's top five places you haven't been that you want to go. Mm. Okay. Who went last week? Uh, we, didn't, we just did a whole yeah, we did the Q&A. Q&A so. so it's been like two weeks since we had a top you five. You can go ahead if you like. Okay, all right. Number five. I would love to go to Colorado. And not for the week. Ah, not for the week. Not for the week. That's what I first week. thought about. That's why I'm trying to go back to Vegas. I want to go to Colorado. <laughs> Real good homeboy of mine stay out there, man. And he talks about how much a, a progressive city is. There's so much stuff to do mm. outside of like, you know, you hear, you think about Colorado. You think like, all right, obviously the weed or then like, um, you know, skiing, skiing and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But he says it's just so many things to do in the downtown. It's popping, everything like that. So. I definitely want to get out to Colorado yeah, my, to check out um, the scene out there. Some uh, some of Smoke's family that comes in town for the holidays, they're they from Denver. Um, my cousin, he's still stationed. In, he's in the Air Force out there. And then my buddy talking about that's the big Patriots fan. He's from Colorado Springs. Okay. Man, and 
all three of them. You know, I got Smoke's family for the black side. I got the I get the white side and the black side review, and it's all like a good place to come kick. Yeah, it. man, definitely got to get yeah. out to Denver. Yeah, definitely. All right, you want to go or you? Oh yeah, yeah, well, I'll do that. Um, go ahead. Number five for me. It's New Zealand, and it's because of the week. Nah, just, nah, 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 nah for real, I, I've always wanted to go to New Zealand. Um, like my guy from the military, his his, his wife is from there, and um, they got like Jesus, seven, eight kids, like big Polynesian, just mm-hmm. looking like linebackers across the fam and old lines. But um, they're all you know from that area, and he's been back there, I think, for a strong year now, man, okay. living there. And it just looks like a place that just you can take your stress-free day and really enjoy it. You know, a lot of like nice sightseeing. It looks clean. You know, it just looks like a nice place to visit. And I've always wanted to check out New Zealand just in general. So Dope. that's five for me. Okay. Number, five. Number four for me, uh, I want to go to Portland, Oregon for two reasons. Two reasons. Um, Our uh, company's home base is out there. Okay. They're located in Portland, Alpha Media. And I want to get out there, you know what I'm saying? Show my face in the place. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm that guy. (laughs) Right. I'm that guy in Dayton. I'm more than an email. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Those emails that y'all send at like 5 in the morning and I'm replying to, yeah, that's me. So, what's up? What's happening? What we got going on in here? Right. (laughs) But the main reason I want to go out there, that is the home of the Nike employee store. Mm. And like me being a sneaker guy, I know when you get the Nike employee discount, it's like 50% off. Now getting that Nike employee discount, they have certain days that like anybody can come in there and shop. So that is a life goal of mine to yeah. get out to the Nike employee store That's not and a good go place ham. to go blow about 1500. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I got my I'm working on that stash as we speak. Right. I got to get my money right for that. Man. I got to get my money right for that trip and then go up to the big wigs, the corporate office and say what's up. Like, yeah. yeah. What it, what it do? Four for me, man. I've always wanted to experience it. I'm gonna do this one day. Is Alaska, man. Okay. I've always wanted to, you know, that. You 20- want Sarah Palin kicking it? Nah, I mean, we're just going, we're just going for the Eskimos and the fur and, the, you know, maybe some uh, ice fishing. You okay. Know. You can fish? I have. I don't really find too much enjoyment into it when they get past two, three hours. You know, mm. like, I don't mind chilling for a little bit, trying to catch a fish. Fine. But, like, that five in the morning to seven at night type, my uncle, man, he retired, and that's what he does eight months out of the year I like really any day it's over 50 60 degrees he got his jacket in his he out fishing i mean he just fishes fishes <laughs> fishes i i don't have that bone in me to do it like that often but i will go on if i'm if i'm invited i'll, I'll do it you know for a day blow a day with you if you right. want to but like don't ask me again for like six <laughs> nine months i'll let me next year but i've always thought man just like with the they had that time period where it's 24 hours of sunlight and they have you know the alaskan cruises man i've being that I've DJed a few cruises, mm-hmm. you know, you go in, they try to get you to book the next one and <laughs> watching little promo videos, and it like, just looks like something you I just want to check out. So Dope. Alaska's definitely on the list. Dope. All right, number three for me is kind of a cheat because I have been to Austin, Texas before, but I have not been down there for this event, South by Southwest. Mm. I mean, me, I love music. I love the whole scene of music. I love the festivals. Um, I didn't put too many festivals on this list, but... You know, me and my brother have always talked about going to South by Southwest. And then Wifey, she saw me and my brother talking about it, and she looked into it. She's like, oh, that does look fun. So whenever I can get her, her on board or doing something, it's like, all right, 
that's on a must-do list because, yeah. you know, it's something that I would enjoy, she would enjoy, my brother would enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully her sister would be able to come, just make it like a big family thing. We go down there and kick it, have a good time. So it's kind of a cheat because I've been to Austin, Texas before, but I've not been to South by Southwest. And also, actually, uh, um, one of our marketing managers that works at the station with us, helps us program the station, he's a big wig down there. Mm -hmm. So... You know what I'm saying? Pop in on him. Hopefully get some passes to some backstage life. See right. what's up with Uncle Snoop or something. <laughs> so so my number three, man, that's, I, I, I find humor in how similar we are in thoughts, <laughs> man. Like, like my number three was that same thing. It's like, I've been to California, but I haven't been to this place for uh -oh. this event, and I really want to go to it, man. It's it's called NAM. It's for those. It's a music convention. They do in Anaheim, California the last I'm weekend hip, of January. I'm not hip. And it is, I mean, they have everything that you can imagine. They have Pioneer there, JBL. I mean, just a DJ is heaven mm. for music, lights, sound, just anything music, you know. And I, it's a three-day, I believe, three-day event. And it, I, probably the last two years I've been kind of keeping up with it, seeing their, like, exhibitions and what they all on their, like, list to do. And it's like, that's a must for me. Is mm -hmm. I got to, that's like... That's that's the equivalent of like a normal weekend for any woman that wanna go to the mall. Like I'm not <laughs> into that like that. Right. But for that, it's like get up and start to finish. We're gonna be at this convention all just day. All day. Yeah. Right. A hot dog and some popcorn <laughs> and be cool. You know, like like that's what I'm on. So I gotta get to that once at least. All right, number two for me is a place that I almost went. I was almost there. Hawaii. Hmm. Good place I've been. Really? When I was in the military, man. Ah. The military, man, gave me a lot of traveling, man. I got to go a lot of places, man, but Hawaii is a good one to, to go. We almost got there when we were planning our wedding. We was thinking, like, fuck it, let's just go to Hawaii. Me and you, we go to Hawaii. Fuck everybody else. Like, they ain't paying for this shit. No damn way. Let's go to Hawaii. Right. We was looking into it, was getting the prices, and then... Got hit with the sob story. Mm. Well, I want to see my mom. Want to go? I want to see my mom. Your mom, my sister, your brother, your dad, my dad. Fuck them niggas. In Hawaii. Yeah, I was, I was like, all right, let's do something more feasible. Yeah. So we went to Vegas, which was a ultimate turn up. It was great. Glad right. we did it. But Hawaii was on the. We will be seeing you. Yeah. We will be seeing all these all these places. I will be doing. For sure, I that is without a doubt. I will be doing all these. Smoke just went out there. He was home. Fuck for that nigga too. <laughs> Everybody in Hawaii. Fuck you. He was because I was supposed to be there. Home for Thanksgiving, and then uh, birthday is uh, December fourth, the famous Jay Z birthday. Mm -hmm. And uh, he went out there, uh, kicked it in Hawaii. And it was Pearl Harbor time, the seventy fifth uh. anniversary. So it was a lot of that was going on that he happened us to be around got mm -hmm. to you know kind of witness some of that history so he had a good time out there i saw some funny snaps they went to like the volcanoes and 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 it's like raining and he got on flip-flops like flicking off like he mad and he walked into this forest with flip-flops on he didn't know it's gonna be like that like he just showed up that was gonna be a sunny hawaii yeah, day you get them Tim's on. <laughs> so yeah i mean that hawaii man it's beautiful i mean they some of the some of the most beautiful scenery women it's nice, I man. There. I gotta get there. Actually, our production director, 
he grew up in Hawaii. Yeah. Because like, his uh father was in the military, so he he grew up out there, man. He talks about it all the time. Still has family out there. It's expensive as hell, but yeah. But it's it's <laughs> yeah. I got to. It's 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 a must. It's Speaking a must. about expensive, man, don't laugh at me, man. Okay. Number two is kind of embarrassing for me. I have never been to New York. NY? Never. Never been to NYC? Never, man. That's the one place I've been trying to go. And probably over the last three years, been talking with Tone, like, I want to go when he there. Yeah. Because I know he going to give me the New York experience. Absolutely. And I don't want to even experience it on my own. Like, I want to just be. What part of New York are you from again? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, okay. Yeah, so I just know he got the, you know, the this store on the corner that sell these type of, you know, like all that. I just want to experience New York. So the wife, man, she's been numerous times. She She would go. Yesterday, if you invited, her, like, <laughs> like she she's loves New York, but I don't know. I think the hustle and bustle of it, the you hear about the traffic and driving through, and it's like, man, do I want to experience that? I'm just I'm like just going. It's mm-hmm. like now nah, I want to go with somebody from New York. Yeah, that's gonna really give me the whole rundown. So hopefully we can get that worked out. I want to get out there. Hopefully this year, or next man, just yeah. I've been to New York twice. Uh, first time I really don't count because I was like. 12 my aunt got married she stays in uh jersey so we went to the city mm-hmm. you know i'm 12 years old i'm not enjoying new york city i just think this is a big hassle like i'd right. rather be in cleveland <laughs> running the streets yeah. it's the middle of summer i'd rather be doing that right. <laughs> but then uh a couple years ago when my homeboys he got married out there got married on a boat out there so got to do the, the new york thing a little bit we was in spanish harlem we was in harlem a little bit really didn't get to see everything downtown because it was mm-hmm. a wedding so we we're right. just tied up but a place that you do need to go that i did get to experience in new york starlets oh yes sir Uh-oh. yes sir <laughs> did, got that in made sure we got that in <laughs> didn't get to see the eiffel t- not eiffel tower but the statue of liberty but we got to go to starlets <laughs> right. queens what up what up i heard it's a nice place absolutely absolutely and funny thing man as we were leaving uh who was coming in none other than Deion sanders comma junior <laughs> yeah man he was coming in I was like we crossed paths I, was, I saw him I was like man he looks familiar he looks just like this dude oh that's Deion Sanders Jr. I'm like what up man right. what up? he coming in with his cronies and I'm sure they spent a lot more money than we did right that, that happened to us in LA at Tone's comedy show we was in the VIP seats he does his Wednesday show plush you know we got our own section we yeah. balling out feeling good the staff come like we need y'all to move like we the host guests. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Like we have a A-list celebrity that pay for this. So then we kind of like, whatever, get up. Who was it? Drake. Oh. And it's like Drake in the posse. And it's like, I guess we got to get up when Drake want to sit down, I guess. This is uh, BET Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. It's, it, those big cities, man, it's crazy to just to, you know, cross paths with some of the people that you, you know frequently listen to or check out so i i enjoy that part of the big city life yeah man, man. so starless if y'all want to sponsor the pod <laughs> we are open we are available mm-hmm. for y'all you can't make this up podcast <laughs> at gmail absolutely <laughs> and number one place i have not been but i'm definitely going speaking into existence man paris mm. that's the go man yeah that's the go man gotta go to that francais got to man you know it's uh just something me and the wife are always talked about going like man that'll be dope it'd be dope to go there it'd be mm-hmm. dope to go there until i was just like you know what we going yeah it's like we going it's like when you want to go it's like 
I'm not talking about next week or nothing <laughs> like that, but yeah. we're going. The wife, man, she was dying to get to Greece. Mm. She, she just wants to go there just to, you know, do it. The one thing that I did afford the opera when I was going to Iraq, I think I told y'all this before, my, our plane broke as it landed in Italy. Mm-hmm. It was in Marone Air Force Base in Italy. And they had to fly the part in from the States. We was the second. They called them chalks. So it's like teams, basically. Mm-hmm. 30 people that flew together, you know, in each little, like, team. We were the second one. We were supposed to be early set up for the medics, getting the, getting the A station set up, making sure we're ready to see patients if need be. You know, we going to war. Right. So we get there, plane breaks. We're stuck in Italy for seven days. The entire battalion flew through, and we're still there. And in the evenings, they would let us go to like a little bar on base. So we around all these Italians speaking no English. It's great. Mad love. Yeah, it was great. Great, great way to send it off on your on your first trip to war. <laughs> right, like if we going to war. Yeah. They sent us out. They right. gave us some love, I'm going, baby. I'm, I'm going out with a bang, damn it. Yeah, man, I got to get out there, man. Your you parents, know, man, is, seems seems to be beautiful. I seems would love to, to be, go. man. Like just you know, just everything you see on TV yeah. from the movies or whatever. And, you know, when you go out to a place like that and you're gonna be a tourist, man, you definitely want to see all the churches mm-hmm. and just like just all the sightsee, man. You yeah. want to see it, man, and you know. Shouts out to my little cousin. She she did a, a broad program for Syracuse, so she didn't travel all across Europe, man. So mm-hmm. shouts out to her, and she just sent me back pictures and everything. That really sparked my brain to be like, man, I got to do that. Yeah, Like, she did that, and she's only 21. Right. <laughs> so I got to step my game up. <laughs> See, I used to want to – I still do, but, like, my number one, I used to want to, like, go to Paris and go to China, like, Australia, mm-hmm. some of those places – but this number one that I want to go to, it's just a place that I know has to be And that's Dubai. Oh, Dubai. I want to go to Dubai just one good time. And just, I mean, I've read, I've read a lot about it. And like a golf tournament was out there last week. And you just seeing, like, it's a beautiful, mm-hmm. looks like everything. Clean, Yeah, too. it looks like the richest, beautiful city you, you're ever going to see, man. And, and I've, uh. A friend of mine was telling me that um, one thing they do out there because of the oil and how, you know, it's like, how do you, how are you really one-upping each other when everybody rich, you know? Mm-hmm. So they do some of the craziest things to, like, one-up the next to show how rich they are, their license plates. The lower the license plate number, like, from one, zero, one, two, three, you know, the lower the number, the more wealth you have. So, okay. like, these cats are spending millions for like number twelve, number nine, number sixteen, number four, like I'm talking like thirty, forty million dollars for your license plate, brother. The stunt. Just to be like, we got it. And that's yeah. that just like blows my mind. So like if y'all got that to talk to do, like I wanna come to Dubai and just and just witness this. Dubai, if you're looking for a DJ. <laughs> Man, listen here. <laughs> I would I would bring my equipment and uh just set up until until you need me to leave. <laughs> I'm there. Dope, Tigers dope. and all, bring them through. Yeah, man, that's our top five places we haven't been, but definitely want to go. Send yours, hit us up at One Kev Nash. Yeah, we're gonna speak on these Gram into Twitter. existence too. Absolutely, man. man. That's how that's how things happen, man. Yeah, you got speak to existence. You man. got to. Shout out to uh, Gym City Pod, man. I want to shout them out. They got some new merch. Yeah, man, merch, merch, yeah, merch, merch, merch. Shout out to merch, the homie Izzy, man. Gym City Podcast. If you haven't checked that out, man, it's definitely worth the listen, man. They 
been doing hundreds, hundreds, I think they're in the threes, almost fours. Fours, know? yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, actually, a uh, new coworker of mine at the station, um, he saw that you and I have the pod, and he actually saw Izzy's post. And, you know, they're the house of other podcasts. So they said that he was like, man, y'all them on episode 400. I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, no, nah, we like at 40-something, right. dog. <laughs> he saw Izzy's post, man. So yeah. shots out to Adrian. Shots out to Izzy holding us down. Shots yeah. out to DeMarco, Bars and Beyond always holding us down. Absolutely, man. Always uh, support DeMarco and Bars and Beyond, man. Big big website, man. Absolutely, Doing his thing, man. Absolutely, man. There's another episode in the books, man. Well, four of them, man. We Jackie Robinson this thing. We dude. out here doing it, man. Yeah. Doing it real B.I.G. DJ Killer Kev. Kev Nash. You can't make this up podcast. We'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah.